Welcome back to another episode of CRP Classroom. In this episode, let's talk about the answering structure and some of the main issues you face when looking at contract question in general paper. The biggest issue would definitely be time management. You need to know what to write, what not to write, and how to apply relevant cases. So you need lots and lots of practice in answering these sort of questions. Assuming the question is about 20 marks, your answering time is roughly about 35 minutes. So if you spend too much time writing on your 1A, 1B or your 2A and 2B, you will be short of time in answering your statement of claim. And your statement of claim will probably be about 15 to 20 marks. That is not that hard to score. So if you neglect this part, that's where you start to lose marks and that's where you have problem finishing your paper. Now, let's take a question on fraud and misrep as example. When there's an issue on fraud or misrep, first, you must always start with the statute. So the statute is section 17 or section 18. There is no need to define everything or else you have no time writing anything else. Go straight in to your questions on how does section 17 or section 18 applies to the question in issue. Then, make a conclusion. Is it fraud or is it misrep? If it's misrep, what type of misrep is it? And what statements that were made by the other party that amounts to misrep? You must make a conclusion here. Next, is there any defenses available that is pursuant to your section 19 of your Contracts Act? You look at, did this statement induce the plaintiff to enter into an agreement? Or could the plaintiff have done something to check on the authenticness of the statement? That is something very debatable. Even in practice, when you are a lawyer, this is something that you always want to look at so that you be able to raise some sort of defense if you are the defendant or you may be able to anticipate the defenses that may be raised by the other parties. Now you have mentioned fraud or misrep and defenses. Make a conclusion there. Is there a cause of action? Never leave it hanging. You must be firm since you're going to be a lawyer in the future and even in practice as well, you must be able to stand by your principles. So conclude and say it is a voidable contract. Make sure that you use the right term that is not void, not discharge. It is a voidable contract. Then we look at pathway remedies. Pathway remedies is to actually link your course of action to, on how to claim damages further on. So that would be like your section 65, 66, 76, and 74, etc. You may affirm or rescind because there is a fraud or misrep going on. Do you actually need to discuss both pathways? Uh, if I'm going to affirm, that's the pathway. If I'm going to rescind, that's the pathway. Now, you may do so if you have time, but please, and you must make a conclusion at the end after you discuss both that whether you want to affirm or whether you want to rescind. So look at the facts on the questions. What's the best option for your client? You may also just write down either one of the pathway if you are sure or confirm what you want to claim for your client. Then support your claim with cases or argument that will help you. If you affirm, then you may claim damages pursuant to section 74. If you rescind, then look at section 65, then section 66, and since section 76 doesn't apply because this is not a non-fulfillment of contract, then we look at the case of Shah Alam properties. 
We will leave the part on remedies pathway and how to claim damages on the other episodes. Hopefully, it is something very useful to you to give you an overview idea on how to answer a questions with regard to fraud and misrep. I'll see you in the next episode.